0: Yo yo. <laughs> Gaming NBS Episode twenty-two sponsored by Darktheatry.net, home of the character folio. Welcome to Gaming NBS. I'm one of your hosts, Sean.
1: And I am Brett. Welcome back, folks. So
0: Brett and I get together and talk about gaming. Thanks for tuning in. Much appreciated. Announcements.
1: Yeah, we have the, uh, I saw the same thing you posted up here, the Gamehole News about the Rodneys.
0: The Rodneys. If you have not subscribed to GameholeCon's newsletter... You are probably way too far to attend the convention, or you're too far and not interested in attending, or you got you're local and you got to stick up your butt. Nice.
1: Well, this is the <laughs> why thing. don't we have more viewers? Or yeah, listeners. I don't know. It could be Sean's a laugh. Well, this, yep, is kinda, right. this is what kind of
0: this is what kind of irks me. And I mentioned this to Brett. I went to because I know he I know he doesn't listen to this show because we got a messed up name. <laughs> so I went to I went to a board game day with a buddy of mine. Every once in a while, will ping me and say, hey, we're going to play a bunch of board games. Come on over. And so I did. And there's one of the guys in the group that shows up, and he's an actual role-playing gamer. And these guys are talking about going to Gen Con this year, which is fine and dandy. Um, but really, he and I are the only one out of like six people sitting at the table that are Role-playing gamers. The rest are board gamers, and so I said, "Hey, did you w- have you ever thought about going to you know game hole? Yeah, I saw that, um, but they got such a they, they're. I don't like their name, so yeah, I, I don't know.
1: Oh uh, well. Come on, gamers, got something.
0: get everybody's off got something. your freaking high horse, man, and support the local con. I mean, we're in Wisconsin, the cradle of gaming. Gary was from Lake Geneva. Probably Chicago, I think originally, but still, come on, Get, loosen up. It's a great con.
1: It's a really good one. It really is, and yeah. I mean, we've sung his praises many times. But this is this Rodney's thing is pretty cool. Basically, uh, Gamehole has on there where they got they've got this uh, armored knight guy fighting or doing whatever it is on all of their banners and their ads, and they've always referred to him as Sir Rodney. That's been this kind of the in-house name for it.
0: Was that what that is?
1: Yeah, I didn't know that. Well, as it says, you know, like Gamehole and Command Central, we've always called that guy Sir Rodney. Oh, you know? okay. Durr. So that's kind of cool. So what they're doing with it is some game design awards. They're doing some RPG um, adventure and board game designing. Um, they're partnering with uh, the Game Crafter to run the contest. Looks like they've got $100 cash prizes, some other cool stuff. And they got my buddy Mike Sigmund over at Albion Swords, and the boys there, they're doing something – being created by Albion Swords. I don't know what it is. I could uh, maybe try to sneak some info from Mike next time I see him. But he's if it needs to be tight-lipped, he's not going to tell me. But pretty cool. Yeah. We'll have a link in the show notes to the details on it. But if nothing else, it's one more thing that shows that it's a good con. It's got a lot of really cool stuff and some good opportunities to get involved in various different levels of the hobby.
0: Yeah, so if you fancy yourself a game designer, Uh, board or rpg adventure type and you're in the neighborhood check out game hole at that with that event and you know enter to win
1: yeah looks cool
0: all right uh, uh. let's go into random encounter
1: yeah so last episode we talked about um gender basically you know, hey, do you guys, do you, Sean, have guys that play girls in your games? And Brett, do you have the same? And what does that mean? And so on and so forth. And we really didn't, like I said, we weren't trying to get into the whole Gamergate misogynistic perspective. We are just trying to understand the hows and the whys and, you know, who likes doing it and why they like doing it and so on. I think at the end, if we were to draw any kind of big conclusion, the only thing I think that really, excuse me, would irritate Sean or I are those folks that, do something like that in order to be an ass at the game table, right? When you do something to say I'm going to be this, I'm going to use this as a lever or some kind of a shield to be a dick or whatever the case may be. So we went through and we got some good responses on a couple on the website and a few on our Google Plus pages and such. I gotta say I'm really I really like the approaches. if People gave out like, "Hey, this is why I do it." I think it gives me gives me yet another angle, different direction I can take characters. I can write some cool backstories. And all this stuff. The only person who actually sunk to name calling was my buddy Chad. So I'll just have to kill him in uh, character format for next five times out of my own petty vengeance. But yeah. and I, he was just giving me shit anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. but Excellent. all in all, it, I mean, everyone who responded really thoughtful stuff. Like, hey, I don't get it, or why is this a big deal? Because it doesn't bother me. And um, hey, here's why I do it, and and so on. So it was good stuff. It was really nice. I like to see the other thought processes behind it and what people like and don't like. So it was kind of cool.
0: I thought for sure we were going to can or open up a can of shit storm all over ourselves. It wasn't that bad though. I mean, no. but, I, but I'll tell you what, you want to get people, you know, riled up about stuff, make it, make a social, make it a social agenda. And uh, man, you're bound to get people to chime in.
1: Well, I think one of the keys was, though, honestly, the way you and I approached it, and this is how I approach it as a game master, even as a player, I don't make it a social thing. I'm not trying to make a social global statement when I've had characters that have been females or one of my lead antagonists or protagonists in a storyline or something is, is a woman when I'm a man or vice versa or whatever the case is. I'm not looking to make any kind of weird social statement or whatever. I don't care about that. I'm just trying to do it because, like, hey, this would fit the story really well or, hey, this would be cool if it came from this perspective. I really could give a shit less about the, uh, in that particular instance, what the global consensus is on something. So
0: Yeah, me, I'm with you, man. Screw that shit. Just freaking play. Put that crap, that social agenda to the side and freaking play in our role-playing game. I don't care if you play a freaking you know, male, female, transgender. I don't I don't care. I don't really care. I really don't, and I don't care in life either. So freaking just play, goddamn. Just, just, just
1: game. Just game,
0: goddamn. Yeah, just fucking game.
1: <laughs> exactly. Jesus H Christ, huh? But at the end of the day, I just um, the only like I said, the only time I'd ever encountered an issue, if you will, was one. I have a hard time. Oh yeah, crap. Sean's playing a girl tonight, and. Um my buddy Kevin po- We
0: already uh, we, we already crossed this. I have to we put totally a bra, I have to put a bra on my head.
1: Exactly, a bra on your head. And if Apart you're a guy, on your you got to put
0: a I got to put a jack strap on your head. Yep. Exactly. That's very simple.
1: What Kevin said something which I had done in the past at a con and I completely forgot about it, is the uh, 10 cards. And I know other people have done name tags. And that's a damn good idea and quite frankly I think it's a taking the gender piece out of it. One of the cool things for me. <clears throat> is when I'm referring to Sean's character as his character's name, you know, Ragnar, what do you do? You know, whomever this, or Jenna, or whatever your character's name is, what do you do, and you're responding to me? <clears throat> that That's really cool, as opposed to saying, Sean, what does Jenna do, or Sean, what does Ragnar do? It's easier if I can just call you by the character name. So a name tag or, or a tent card, depending on how your table or your room is set up, I could see some pretty cool value in that, and that's something I think I might start doing just to help get so I'm using the right name and pronouns and all that stuff. I'm talking to you as a player when referencing your character and then the other characters at the table or I should say the players at the table don't have to say, Oh crap, Sean, what's your guy's name again? It just jumps right out. Yeah, That's right. just a cool, cool tool.
0: Yeah. Kevin didn't like that episode very much. So the next, uh, when we game this Which Friday, was fun because Kevin I didn't know. like
1: the episode, but yet he gave us a really nice response. So
0: <laughs> yeah. So this Friday I'm going to make him, you know, wear a strap on his head.
1: Oh, just so we can make sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hi,
1: Kevin. No, in seriousness, though, I really like that. And which kind of bleeds into what we want to talk about today, which is gaming tools.
0: Yes, but before we do, Brett, yep. let's do a word from our sponsor.
1: All right, let's do it.
0: Michael Aldhauser, a friend of the show and sponsor, is the gamer behind the awesome dice bags available at grayedout.etsy.com.
1: Yeah, I've got four of these awesome bags. These are stand-up bags, dual drawstring, tough as nails. He can do custom work. He's got a ton of things in his shop. Custom colors, you name it, he can pull it off for you.
0: Be sure to mention Gaming NBS for a ten percent discount when you place your order at the website grayout. That's G R E Y E D O U T dot etsy dot com. All right, so leaving cool. off where you were about to talk.
1: No problem. We were talking about the uh, gaming tools. And this kind of also comes from uh, two episodes ago uh, I had mentioned the whole – the fact that I, I like to use wikis um, for my uh, for my campaign notes and so on and so forth. And one of our listeners just said, hey, and I'm – god damn, I completely forgot the gentleman who mentioned us and I'm being a dick and I should find that. So I don't, I don't, find know, out if, I don't know, know if it was
0: I Scott or not. Scott had – he was – I don't think it was him.
1: I can't remember. Anyway, someone had said, hey, could Brett talk about that a little bit more? And I'm like, ah, crap, I should dedicate kind of an episode to it. And then Sean and I started talking about the gender thing. And now looking at kind of how that bled over into um, Kevin's perspective on name tags and stuff. I'm like, you know what? This is just it's a good segue into this, if nothing else. And I would like to talk a little bit of how I use wikis and so on and. And Sean got chatting with me, like, hey, what do you have in your game bag anyway? You know, when you pick up, you're like, hey, I'm going to go to a con or me, not even a con, I'm going to go to the game. What are you bringing with you all the time? So that's kind of where we went. So, Sean, you still good with that?
0: I am good with that. I I think it was actually Shane. Shane was on the episode uh, when he commented on episode 019 on homebrews. He said, can you get Brett to talk about gaming wikis and using them to organize homebrew?" homebrew games. I've always run homebrew worlds and campaigns, but it's always done on paper and notebooks. What wiki site do you like best? How do you organize it? So Shane is the man.
1: All right, Shane. Thank you. And Sean, thanks for pulling him up there, dude. Good stuff. So what I do, I'm really fortunate that my buddy Lenny has uh, set up a wiki site uh, of his own, right? So he's got a full, I have full admin rights to the, to the site, I do all this cool stuff. If I want to change a format or something, I go, hey, Lenny, give me this permission or give me that access, whatever the case is. So <clears throat> I can do whatever wiki formatting I want within this, within that site. I have also used Obsidian Portal, which is the only other one I know. And that one is, or at least it was last time I used it. There is a free version of it. And the cool thing I like about the wiki is not only can I get at it anywhere, my phone. My iPad, my laptop, my PC, wherever I am, as long as I've got an internet connection, I can get on it. But it's a great place for me <clears throat> when a thought hits me. Um, as long as I'm not at my day job where they block every fucking website I want to get to, um, <laughs> at least as gaming related, I, I can just go, hey, let me log on to Wiki. and want to make an adjustment. Or this thing just hit me about how dwarves do whatever it is. I can take some notes, craft it up. I can post stuff. You can put things up on a regular basis to kind of keep it fresh. But what I do is I I set up I set up the wiki kind of like you do. Um, how do I want to say this? So the first <clears throat> the opening page for the campaign is like, look, this is the game. This is the the title of the story that we're going to be telling here. Here's the game system I'm using. Um, here the here's the basic pl- the basic uh, premise, if you will, and then I go into detail beneath that. The detail beneath that is then things along the lines of. Uh, who's in it from a character perspective, right? I'm going to call up one of mine here, my Murder City, which is my current uh, sci-fi one. So <clears throat> I've got the the title of it, uh, what rule system I'm using, and this one is the uh, New World of Darkness system by uh, White Wolf, or uh, I think whatever the hell they're called now. So I then the contents, I've got setting background material, how it feels, kind of the city layout, vehicles and weapons, med tech and body mods very specific pieces, space travel, kind of just all background stuff on the setting itself.
0: So when you say background, are those broken down by topic? I mean, are those broken out as subheadings? Yes. So 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 you click on it and it goes to its own page and it elaborates further?
1: It either goes to its own page or like this one, like if I hit um, how it feels is the one subtopic I have. It just jumps you right down on the main page itself and says, oh, and here's a little bit on how it feels. Then if you were to jump down to a piece on races, if you go right to the races section, it says the following races are available for PCs. It has humans, mobile artificial intelligence, the alien races of Dralisite, Vrusk, and Yarzarian. I stole directly from uh, uh, Star Frontiers. Each of those then is a link. If I click on Dralisite, for example, um, which I'm doing now, then boom, I go to the races page. I can see all the information on the Dralisites. I've got physical appearance and structure, their senses, their speech, society and customs attitudes, special abilities, and so on for each race on its own page. So basically what I'm doing then is, and then on the races page for Murder City, I have a tag in it to get you back to the main page. And at the bottom of that, I then have the um, who's in this thing. I've got a list of the type of backgrounds you can have, like a corporate liaison, government agent, hard-boiled detective, some blurbs on that. Then I have a list of the PCs, just the characters' names. Now, usually then once I have the characters' names, and they've been introduced. I need to do an update this week. I'll put the players next to each of them, so when you reference, like, you "Oh, that's Kevin's guy," or you know, Hector is uh, Kevin's person. Um, Dan Parth, that. Oh crap, who is that again? You can go here and look at it. And then I have <coughs> the section for the notes, and um, where I'm going to take this all the information I have written, that I sketched out in hand as certain things happen during the session, and I'm going to transpose them onto here. And then when I'm done with that. And that's when I start to leverage the Google Plus site that I build, I build a community for each of my stories or each of the campaigns. And I go to the Google Plus site and all of my gamers um, that have an email, I make them all get a Google email address, say, guys, look, you got to get out here because I'm going to post updates and all this stuff. I go out with a link to the uh, wiki page and say, hey, folks, boom, updated Murder City, notes are in place. So I'm going to be doing some more updates, this, side of the other thing. Here's where you go to get the latest. And then they all see that in their feed. And they just click on it, boom, they're right in the wiki, and they can see what they want to do. I did a similar thing when I used Obsidian Portal. Um, A couple times I used that was, again, just going in, grabbing stuff, posting it up, grab the link to it, and then hit it to Google+, Plus so people would see it. Now, the other thing, though, that for me, the cool part about a wiki is that it's interactive, right? My guys have done this in the past. Um, where they'll go out there and put their character background. They'll go through and make a separate page for their characters, link it to the story page, say, hey, it's Hector, and Hector's information is here. So they've done that in the past. However, since I've started using Google um, uh, communities for each campaign, what they do is they go through the campaign and they post up their character picture and the background on their character on the community site. So that way, everybody looks there for that information. It's a, it's fine. What happens for me, though, <coughs> then is what I do is I take all the information that I think is pertinent for longer term, right? What happens in a Google Plus community is sometimes it gets messy, if you will, right? All sorts of different posts and things are in there, and the most current things are up at the top. But the wiki, the wiki is all that static data that you would need, If Sean were to say, you know what, Brett, I can make it up to your game once a month. I want to play. Is there room? I say, yes, Sean, I got spot. You can play Murder City with my team. Come on up. He's like, what do I need to know? Boom. Here's a wiki link. Read this. Ask me any questions you have. That instead of doing an email with a big PDF attachment or a printout or anything like that, it's all on the wiki page. Take a look at it. That's how I'm using it. Does that make sense to you, Sean?
0: Yeah, I've used the wiki before in campaigns. I think the... Tricky thing. So, to address Shane a little bit, um, I've used MediaWiki. I think that's the main one. MediaWiki. Me, yeah, let me double check. So, um, MediaWiki.
1: The other cool thing that Wiki does before I lose this, man, is you can put pictures, graphics, all sorts of cool stuff. So, when you go to my Murder City Wiki page, I have basically a logo, right, for the story. And then different evocative images that I've found and I link to them. Yeah.
0: So I, for platform wise, I know there's a few wikis out there. I've used MediaWiki and I've self-hosted my own wiki. And then there are ones that you can get with your with your domain and your hosting where okay. it's like a one-click wiki install. So then you you install it and then you start with a fresh wiki and you start creating what's called namespaces. So when you start creating namespaces that creates the goofy code and the table of contents and, and the super, the super links and all that stuff. Do you, you probably have yours public, don't you? Yes. Yeah. So, um, the thing I was running into with wikis was securing them and mine was a royal freaking pain in the ass to do that cuz you you can install it and it might have come along with now this is when i was using wikis it was years ago um and you have to keep it up to date and up you know put updates in it
1: <clears throat>
0: there's also ways you can Privatize it, or only allow members to edit. And, and well, different...
1: this is where this is where a place like Obsidian Portal, you know, pays for itself, right? Insofar right. as they manage and take care of, and so forth. Obsidian Portal also does um, a lot of community-based stuff. Like, hey, if this is, they have uh, subscription models and so forth for better features and add-ons. But you can get badges and all sorts of things from a gamer community perspective within Obsidian Portal. Yeah, they email you, hey, this is the latest campaign. So and so is running. It's getting great reviews or whatever it is, and you can share your campaign information across the different folks who are using Obsidian Portal wiki. So if you don't want to or don't know how to build, manage your own wiki site, you don't want to go through that hassle, I seriously, Obsidian Portal is where I would go.
0: Yeah, I agree to some extent. And um, <clears throat> this is I got like blowjob voice because I cannot get rid of this in my throat. Um, you, I, I agree, Obsidian Portal is pretty easy. I think TikiWiki is out there too, T-I-K-I Wiki. There's a few other ones that you can set up an account and create your own wiki on their self on their hosted platform. Mm-hmm. I am not a big fan of hosted platforms um, for a couple different reasons. I mean, I, I do a few podcasts, Gaming and BS is one. Um, wiki would be another reason, but if you – Put your stuff up there on Obsidian Portal, and they go bye bye. All your shit's gone, unless yeah. unless, oh. unless you have a way of backing it up and you do it frequently. That's why I don't like to put my hands uh, or my crap in the hands of other people. So just fair enough. Keep in mind, and even if you pay for it, it doesn't make it any more yours. Um, no, I get it. No, so no, no. just I
1: mean, this is it's similar to, let's say Facebook does a change, right? I know people have used Facebook pages. To manage attendance and various different post things on their uh, for the game sites. Well, I I just I'm a fan of Google Plus. So that's why I use it. If Google were to change something or fuck it up in some way that I can't get at it, <laughs> they, they they screwed me. Yeah. So anything, quite frankly, before I put it in a wiki, I open up a Word document or a Pages doc or whatever my favorite word editor of the moment is, and I write all my stuff up. So I can do better spell checking, and I could check some formatting stuff real quick. Like, okay, cool, I've got that. So I always have something there. And when I'm ready to upload it to the wiki, I cut, paste, boom, drop it, change the formatting a little bit around so it's wikified, if you will. Yeah. It's off and running. I don't have – Lenny runs, like I said, the wiki page that I use, and he runs – we've got regular backups to the hosting provider uh, that he's got. But regardless, I still have all of the data on my own hard drive and my own backups. Yeah,
0: but Lenny's hosting it. Like, so you guys have a host, it's your domain. Yeah. Right.
1: But we had it it though with a previous domain owner where we were hosting initially where Lenny was hosting it. It went crash and we were like nine months backwards and everything we put in was just gone. There were no backups. All the backups that they thought they had were corrupted, unusable, and we lost many (laughs) years worth of data. It happened. Now I happen to have everything because that is not the only place I put it because I do all of my writing In in either notebook or something, either physical or in a word document, that I then take and put out on a wiki. I just use the wiki's basically just a public way for me to instead of using. I mean, you could use WordPress, and I'm assuming a blogging system might be able to pull it off. But I like just like the organization and the linking factor within a wiki to make it work. Yeah. So my my advice would be it works for me. I mean, if you're writing it down, write it in a word document. Save it to your hard drive, your own personal backups, and then take the data, copy, paste, and done. It's not that hard.
0: Yeah.
1: I get where you're coming from though, because if Obsidian Portal were to have some sort of fuck up, you could lose, you know, two year campaign. Well, Great. Just, oh, that's lovely.
0: There's nothing stopping them from closing tomorrow. Yeah, I know. So just make sure you got a copy of your own somewhere of something of the text and the documents that you have regardless of where you put it and where you host it, is all I'm yes. saying. And I've had a wiki before, and I'm, I used MIDI, media MediaWiki as the wiki type, the software platform. I installed it on my own server. I don't expect everybody that listens to the podcast to know how to do that. But um, as long as you do it like Brett was talking about, is if you write it out in a notebook, and I say digital notebook, like a text pad or whatever, notepad, and then you take it and copy and paste it, and then he backs up his own copy, then great. If you're going to do a wiki and you can do a SQL dump uh, consistently, then great. You have a backup copy, so when the wiki takes a dump, you can just upload it, um, no problem. But those third parties, man, watch it. I mean, even Google+, I mean, they had Google Wave, and it went bye-bye. So if somebody yep. started going nuts on Wave, that's gone. Um, Now, granted, Wave went to the Apache Foundation and became an open source project, and I don't know how easy it is to install Wave and then upload your stuff, but um, just,
1: yeah, there you go. Well, it's, you know, so the main thing then is that if if we just talk tools, right, that's how I'm using Wiki, essentially, is I'm using it instead of handouts and printouts or email, because for me, if I email Sean a PDF document or a big Word file, Wherever it is, one, I could share, I could put it on a Google Drive, I no. could do Dropbox, whatever the fuck I want to do. The problem then is that as soon as it's printed in your hands, it's out of date. I mean, if you work in corporate America, you know, oh, if I, as soon point. as I take the document, yeah. I print it, it's out of date. Mm-hmm. And if I'm regularly refreshing the data, or I think I might,
0: or changing the rules it. and shit.
1: <clears throat> yeah, which I always do. <laughs> no, but seriously, I mean, I had a, my buddy Chris, um, he likes to get, He's a bit of a Luddite, so he gets shit. He prints stuff out, and he's like, well, you had it here, this, this, and this. I'm like, dude, when did you print that? Oh, I printed, like, last month. I'm like, yeah, I updated and changed a bunch of stuff because we were talking online. Oh, I didn't see that. Well, you know, so the wiki is handier in that regard in that it's posted in one place. Granted, I have my own personal backup and so on, so if I lose it, I can always pull it back. But everybody can reference it. It's not like, oh, shit, I sent it to Sean. Sean didn't check his email, so he's behind or um, it, it was a handout and you weren't there or whatever the fuck. You didn't, you can't lose it as easily, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, man. Good stuff. Wiki, 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 wiki. Yeah, I like it. The other, I mean, now if we take a, a step away from wikis, and I've talked about the Google Plus communities, you've talked about them before too.
0: Yeah, I use
1: them. I have one core one for my gaming group, my WOSA gaming group. So I've got my WGG community where I just post, hey, this is the latest game. This is what I want to do. What's going on? Who's going to this con? Where are we going? Just community crap about the gaming group itself. The other ones then, every time I start a new campaign, I build a new community, invite the people who are going to be able to make it. Here's where we're at. Data, data, data. Pictures, images, videos that are evocative of the setting. Um, anything we want to put out there. We've actually done uh, play by post in those in those as well. I've talked about that before. So that comes in handy. But basically, I, like, I love the communities, again, because you put it up there, I get auto alerts. Yeah. And it's a good way for me to uh, escape the boredom of my day job. <laughs> when the auto alert comes in, you go, ooh, Google Plus, I have a notification. What is that? Oh, somebody's talking it in the game. Yay. I can step out of this meeting and look at something fun instead of trying to realize why somebody can't read their goddamn work email or whatever the case may be. That's always nice.
0: Yeah. I use communities. I use Google.
1: Told, do your players do your players use them?
0: You know, I I have uh say I have Kevin, Austin, Jeff, Vicky, Brian, Jim. Am I missing one? Brian, Jim. I think I got everybody. That's six. That should be everybody. Shit, if I miss the player, they're gonna freaking kill me. Um, but I think four out of the six use it. Consistently I, I've, got a,
1: I've got a couple of guys that can't or won't for whatever reason. they're well, flogging. Sh- flogging well, is... Yeah. Flogging. Well, my buddy JR, uh, JR works swing shift, right? And depending where he's at, <laughs> he just doesn't physically have the time. Um, so, you know, he's up and working. He's working overtime. Whatever cases? I don't care. That's not that big a deal. He's also checking in, though. I get texts from him like, hey, I know you told Dave when the next game was. Has anything changed? You know, we've got something going. But in the community itself, the, the players are very active. That's similar to the wiki, and that's one of the things that Obsidian Portal... I think does quite well as they try to make it interactive insofar as, you know, having places for players to put stuff <clears throat> links for different things, trying to make it so that it's more of a interactive type of wiki environment, which to me, the Google communities do quite well I, also because I can send, or even just Google plus in general. And I'm I was thinking you it on Facebook, but I don't like fucking Facebook. So I wouldn't know right off hand, but I can send you a private message on Google plus. I can send you a, somebody's just to Sean, you know, send you a post that's just to you with an image and what your character might be doing or whatever the case is. There's all sorts of cool stuff you can do there. And I really think from an organization perspective, it's a really good way to get your players one place, one source of the truth for what's going on next in the game, dates, times, locations, all that stuff. I've got three different places in my hometown where we could game. Zaves, Lenny, or Alphas. And depending where we're at, I post it out there. Week or two ahead of time, say, "Hey, remember we moved to Lenny's this time? Hey, we're going to Alphas, whatever the case is." And then they all know, you know, check that thing before you get to the game because that, that's where you're going to find that hot off the presses info.
0: Yeah, one thing that couldn't I could not stand when I was organizing games was email, and because you'd get and and I have guys that just don't understand that they're like, "What? I love you know I like email. I'd rather do it an email." And I'm like, "Dude, are you freaking like kidding me?" Because I will be. I will have access the email and one of the other guys will have access to email. So what happens is we'll send it out to the group and then we reply all between the two of us. So when Brett, who doesn't have access to email, gets home, he's got a thread of like 20 emails that he has to figure out what the hell was said from what goddamn email that was ever said. Now Gmail will, will thread that out, but he he's getting like bits and pieces of this and that. And it's just a fricking mess.
1: I'm not a big email fan. I think part of it comes from the, the corporate day job, right? Where I live and die in email all fucking day. Death by email. It's just a shitty, shitty way to have to do business because things get lost or missed or you read one and you're skimming it. When there is a post on a specific thing, I don't know. There's something about it. I think it's more, it's a to do list. It is a to-do it's list. It's a
0: freaking to-do list. The email, I don't give a shit. It's a, a to-do list, that it pisses me off, and I don't like it either.
1: No, I just don't. And most of my – I've got a couple players that, like, well, could you email that to me? I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, I want to get around to it. <laughs> I, know, just, hu- I, know humphly, not, I know
0: I know Humfleet's going to email me now just to piss me off.
1: Okay. I actually said I'd slip him a fiver if he emailed <laughs> you a couple things. <laughs>
0: Dude, email Sean. He'll love it. Email
1: Sean, it fucking pisses uh, me
0: hey, off. Hey, so just having said that, if you have a comment.
1: I, got, I actually had him send you, I had him set you up on a Packers email list. Oh, great.
0: <laughs> so having said that, hey, if you've got a, something to talk to us or bring to our attention, email nps at gmail.com. Now we're never going to get an email ever again. Well,
1: the other thing, honestly, that happens with email, and this is um, perhaps just, just my OCD, is I think I'm one of the few people. That has email OCD yet and that I check it all the fucking time. Yeah, and me I, too. Again, it's my job. I'm an IT project yeah. manager. So boom, shit's coming in. I'm sorting through constantly trying to find out who I need to talk to, what I need to do, what fucking problem I gotta shut up, or whatever the case is for the day job. And my private email though, every once in a while, it's not a big thing. I'll get back. Oh shit, I gotta clean up some email crap. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Communities though on Google Plus, I know what they're there for. Yeah. I set them up. The ones I joined were the cases, when I see um two, three posts in my lost the gaming group community. I'm like, fuck, the guys are doing something. What's happening? I see a post in in Murder City. I see a post in one of my Avalon games. Or if I was in Sean's, I saw a post in, you know, Minds of Fendel. I'm like, fuck, what's going on? Who said what? I want to read that because it's more it's, it's target. It's, it's, it's not a to
0: it's not a to do list. It's fun. It's whatever you want to figure out what they're saying.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Generally speaking, social media is fun, where really. it's supposed to be, which is one of the reasons why I don't hang out on Facebook too much. It's fucking annoying. Which is
0: another there. reason corporate America should have social media in in the enterprise, in yeah. my personal opinion. I don't know. Well.
1: I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, whatever. I mean, well, it's just, we can talk. that's a totally different, that's for your other podcast.
0: <laughs> and then, you know, frankly, email pisses me off too because people don't know what CC means. You don't yeah. know how many emails I get that are like, did you get the email on this? I'm like, no. Cuz I have all my stuff that CC when I'm a, when I'm CC'd on something, I don't it yeah. doesn't come into my inbox. I go to another folder. Cuz it's carbon copy. If you're addressing me and I need to know about it, you address it to me.
1: See, the the other thing that's weird about email is it still holds to the old dear sir or madam or yeah. please Mr. Mr. Kelly, would you like to talk about, you know, it has a weird Formal written mail, yeah, people try to make it informal, blah, blah, blah. Honestly, it's just, I don't like it. Obviously, you don't either. I find the Google Plus communities. A buddy of mine set up a, um, um, uh, a Facebook page. It was just <clears throat> devoted to his uh, Madison gaming group, uh, Dan Myers. It was for a gaming group he was trying to set up. And it was really active when they were doing stuff, whatever. And I was in it because I thought maybe I could get some time. I just it didn't pan out. So I, I bailed on the group because I'm like, guys, you know, <clears throat> look, you don't need to <laughs> keep me in the loop here. I, I, I'm never going to be able to play. Thanks much. But cool. It was, but when I was watching it, though, like, hey, we're getting together Sunday. Where are we going to be? Are we still in the same game? This is a very similar thing. Again, it's, it's a community you joined or you built specifically to talk about something that's fun. So you're going to pay attention to it. Email a fuck ton of stuff comes to my email. I just don't check it all the time. At least my private stuff, because whatever, you know, it's just, it's not the same, not the same at all.
0: So what do you use to manage your group's communications? Let us know Via email.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, the website, honestly, Mm -hmm. uh, on our community, Google community would be great. Yeah, or,
0: yeah, through the Google Plus community or Facebook or Twitter or, geez, wherever, or even on this episode, which is going to be at gamingnbs.com forward slash zero twenty two.
1: Yep. So if we step away from those tools, I think the other, the reason, again, the reason I like wikis is because it's a one-stop shop for all the shit that we normally hand to you about my homebrew game instead of coming with a stack of papers or a pdf email that i have to send out to you whatever it is i just say sean you know wayne whomever we're gonna be playing an avalon you're like okay brett you've talked about that what the fuck is that about here go here boom everything you could want to know so you can make a character and uh, understand and appreciate the world done <clears throat> the communities it's a really good way to organize the group um even Facebook or even Google Plus is something where it's a set aside piece, it's social media, you want to be there. And I find that players and myself are much more engaged paying attention to that than we do email. Email is just not that much fun.
0: Yeah, and I um booger. I would say forums too will fall into that, even though forums are hard to maintain because
1: they'll get hacked. Okay. Forums, okay, yeah, yeah, forums.
0: Yeah. Um yeah.
1: So let's take it. if we take a step away from that and talk about other tools then. One of the things that Sean and I were he was showing me before <clears throat> before we started recording, he's got a plastic bin where he's got dice and pencils. Yeah. All the shit organized, nice and neat. I've got a game bag with all my dice kind of wedged in it. <laughs> in one of my grayed out bags. Um one of the things that I think is interesting and it's kind of the the classic what's in your game bag, right? So I have ever since I got Lenny got an iPad one. First guy I knew who had an iPad. I saw it, went, "Oh my god, I have to have one." And I remember talking to um one of the uh, the owner slash founder from uh, um, White Wolf, excuse me, not White Wolf, Lone Wolf, <clears throat> the guys that do um uh, Hero Lab and stuff. We we're talking with him at one point, and and he said, "You know, I just wonder how many people actually buy those things specifically for gaming." And this is years ago, years ago. When they were first out, and I raised my hand, he's like, "Really?" I said, "Dude, I bought the biggest one I could get, a 64, um, 64 gig at the time." He's like, "Really?" I said, "Dude, I fucking loaded this thing up. I love my tablet, light, quick, and it has a shit ton of PDFs on it. When I instead of carrying tons and tons of books, you know, for monsters and shit like that, I just I go I go to that. We've talked about that before. But basically, in my die bag, apart from that, that's like the the big techie piece. Otherwise, it's the my great-out dice bag, the dice I need, a couple key books, and I'm big on uh, notepads, pens, pencils. And I always bring enough for other people because every time some gamer will show up without a goddamn pencil. <laughs> it's amazing. It always happens, though. Always, always happens. So I don't really have, like, a key thing that, apart from my iPad, that I'm like, if I don't have this in my bag, I feel naked. Sean, is there something that if you don't have it with you, you're like, oh, my God, I'm... I'm out today. It's just I'm off.
0: When I don't wear underwear.
1: So that's called a Monday. When I forget to wear <laughs> my underwear.
0: Um, I, I, it depends. It depends. I went to a con one year. Went from and underwear to depends. Yeah, it depends.
1: Realize. Right. You're doing jokes now. This yeah, is good. Shit. All right, keep going.
0: Uh, one year I went to a con and I wanted to, I wanted to run a Star Wars game. And for Star Wars, I usually have a set of speakers and I hook them up to my laptop. Or now it would be my iPad. I didn't have an iPad when everybody else did. Um but I eventually got a really good job and actually bought my own. Kinda like when I grew up. I I can buy my own stuff now. <laughs> I, you can mom, buy my stuff. I don't I don't have to ask mom. Nice. I but I, I forgot was, my I, last
1: year. For, well, that yeah. was last year. I forgot my speakers, which kinda sucked.
0: So like Star Wars, man, I I play the opening crawl, man. And I forgot my speakers. I'm like, ah, uh, so it's not necessarily the only, the only thing that I need or else I'm lost. But I think, um, it, so it depends on the game. The one thing would be the adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh yeah. I'm supposed to run this. F- I don't have it. Awesome.
1: You know, I've actually, I've actually done a thing where I've, because I do a lot of homebrew stuff, and depending what adventure I'm either stealing from or if I'm actually going to run a real adventure from a certain setting, if possible, I like to go out and snag the PDF as well as the hard copy that's in my hand, and I put the PDF on my iPad because I I know me and I've seen me do it where I show up and go, I forgot the fucking adventure. Holy shit. <gasps> i have it on my ipad thank god <laughs> it's you? like that's just like my immediate backup like oh thank god i have electronic backup because a dumbass me forgot G- the physical
0: game hole con last year man my savage ghostbusters game i had i had the the player character sheets printed off i had the table tents printed off but and i had um excuse me i don't know why my voice is all raspy And then I had um, something else printed off, but like I had encounters and I, for whatever reason, I brought my stuff in from outside, went to my car, going to game, set up the table, looked around for this folder, could not find my encounters. (laughs) I'm like, you know, and I'm 10 minutes into the game already. I'm like, even before that, I'm like going through, going through, couldn't find any. I'm like, crap. Do I have my laptop on me? No. Do I have a tablet on me? No. I have
1: no backup. I I have no backup.
0: I know the encounter in my brain like I do. I'm like, okay, this is how it's going to play out. But I don't have like the stats and I don't know some of the subtle nuances that I wanted to throw in there. I'm like, dude, I'm on my phone with the power slowly dipping on my battery. And I'm like, (laughs) this totally sucks." sucks. But literally, I'm looking at Google Docs on my little galaxy s4 screen
1: you know <laughs> Get through the king counter that's awesome yeah
0: totally i'm like oh man this i can do this so i just kind of scroll down okay okay here we go you know just kind of refresh my memory but that goes to you really got to know kind of the game that you're going to run and what's going to be going on because that stupid thing will happen and you'll be like oh no i I don't know what I'm gonna do here, but hey, GMs, man, wing that sucker. Yeah,
1: players will they. never know. Oh, no, they won't.
0: Yeah, that was scary. That was probably the scariest time I ever had. and I'm like, and I was nervous to do the game to begin with, which was really odd. And just put that on there. I'm, I'm like,
1: oh, I kind of wish I was there to see that. <laughs> so Watching oh, all fucking white. I don't think Terrible you'd know,
0: man. I, I put on the best poker face. Did you? Hell yeah, man. Nice. Slam okay. that. Slammed it. Crushed it.
1: So I think, honestly, <clears> one <throat> of when I read back on the old um, how to DM stuff or you read the old Dragon magazines or any of them, it's so much prep time, prep time, prep time. And I think that's where the handiness of the Google community or the wiki page or whatever you can do to get the data out ahead of time is really cool because – Granted, I'm not talking a con game, I'm talking about your regular gaming group here. <clears throat> but when you can do that, that takes away some of the okay, I built all this stuff, give everyone the handouts, read through this, do we have any questions? Do we understand the world ball? You can handle so much of that up front if your players are contributing and reading and and, you know, paying attention to it. I am very fortunate in that way. Oh shit, up, here we go. No, I'm very fortunate, <laughs> but I have worked when I um couple of green uh number of years back before i um before I met my my wife Susan, I had a group I gained with from Burby uh, a different job I had, and we had a couple of guys and a few of them we'd send stuff out on email and so forth, half of them would be like totally into it, and the other half not so much yeah, yeah, and then they'd show up and and um what would happen then is it was <clears throat> the first couple of times like, well okay, here I'll walk you through, I'll walk you through and then it becomes like look you you didn't read it too fucking bad <laughs> you kind of you kind of get you turn into an asshole almost because you're like, look, I I sent this out a month ahead of time or two days ago or all this stuff and everybody, you know, we, the agreement was everyone's gonna read and come prepared and ready to roll and you're not. So and we had this in one of the when I was talking about the homebrew game homebrew games, one of our listeners, and I'm I'm being terrible with um with names here, he said something that like, um I can't remember with Scott or somebody that the problem man, is a fucking players, right? I mean kind of kinda of tongue in cheek, but it is a little bit in that there is, It is a communal sport, right? It's a, it's a team effort. And the Game Master puts a lot of time in prep and so on and so forth. When my buddy Lenny puts together a Call of Cthulhu game or one of his games, they are usually chock full of props and really cool shit and so forth. And he sends a lot of background history. He wants to know this, wants to know that. And you need to be engaged because if you're not, quite frankly, you're not going to get as much fun out of it. And if you clearly don't know what you're doing – I don't think. I mean, I haven't seen it happen yet, but I'm pretty sure if I showed up to a Lenny game and I had no clue what I was supposed to do, felt I was just going to wing it, I would have a nice seat in the corner with nothing to fucking do all night. If the other, if the rest of the group really knew what they were up to and were bought in and and did the and did the work they gave them, and I didn't, I don't think I'd have a lot to do that night.
0: I think there's a fine balance, man. I think that GMs that go overboard and and write a freaking book for their shit is. I think asking too much for a player to get into that. Now,
1: I think... No I'm, g- not, no, I'm not saying a book. I'm not saying like a huge freaking, you know, Pathfinder size, 500 plus page. No, oh, of
0: course not. I know that.
1: When, he, when you get, though, a single sheet of paper that says, hey, here's some backgrounds, that acceptable backgrounds for this for this campaign story. Here's the uh, type of connection you all need to have. Make sure you're all from the same high school. It takes place in this setting and so forth. And if you show up and you say, so where are we starting again? Can I play a ninja? <laughs> Whoa! What? <laughs> yeah, you know, to, to yeah. show absolute dis—I guess—disinterest or you did nothing is, and it's not like, well, the game. I guess the game master is not just there to entertain you, right? We talked about this before, but it's, and it's not just like you're slapping the the game master in the face. It's the rest of the players, the the men and women at the table that did the work, that prepped and made some good characters, and now you're being a dick because you didn't bother to read anything.
0: I do think I do think that um, how it is presented plays a role. So not getting into the five hundred page book, that's not what I'm getting at. But even just like the subtle nuances and you know things like that. So maybe a name, the the role, and like good guy, bad guy. You know what I'm saying? Like I think that I also think that in role playing games there is a lot of room that a lot of this stuff comes to fruition through play. So I think okay. de, you know, I, so I, I think there's a fine balance. I hate bogging bogging players down and I've learned over years that I'm not gonna have players tune in. And a lot of them, if I the longer it is, the less they will tune in.
1: Well, that's a fair point, right? I mean you're looking at a page of Yeah, a page.
0: But I also think on that page it can't just be a wall of text. It's kinda gotta be broken down into like, hey, here's you know, people you need to know. Name, 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 and maybe just that's like one like, sentence.
1: That's one of the reasons why I like the wiki or something like that, because you can break it out to linkable. <clears throat> I want to know about the Arzarians. I want to know about um, mobile artificial intelligence. I want to know about this type of technology. Bam, bam, bam. You can just skip the rest of it and just go to the meat of what it is you want to look at. <clears throat> you can skip the other shit. If you're playing in my Avalon world, you're like, I could give two fucks about. The, the dwarven interactions with the elves because I'm just making a, a guy who works on the docks because the storyline, boom, humans, dock workers, bam, 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 that's all you need. Right. And you can grab just that piece and roll with it. And because then I can put out this mountain, if you will, of data out there, if you feel like sorting through it, good on you. Or it's organized in such a way that I can tell you it's going to be this type of story, here's the type of characters involved, and it's all bam, 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 linkable it's much easier to deal with cuz then you can you can get past the the gamer ADD, right, where you're like I don't I'm reading this on lunch, I want to check it out while I'm waiting for my kid at the orthodontist or <laughs> whatever the case is, you want to be able to grab it and go and it does help. That's one of the reasons again I love the wiki.
0: Audio's where it's at,
1: baby. Audio's not bad. You
0: got the shit to do it now. Yeah, I do. You could literally just like you I could show you how to create an RSS feed, man, and <laughs> like a a simple blog and you could totally audio it. And then what happens is they, they subscribe to your audio just like our podcast and they just listen to it.
1: That's not a bad idea. I, I know you do that with yours. It's, I, I was kind of noodling mm-hmm. out the, on that the other day. Am I might ride home from work? That's not a bad idea. I might give it a shot.
0: And here is the reason why I'm a proponent is video. Okay. So video versus a podcast versus a wiki. If, if you're doing video, like if Jeff Brett and I right now are doing a YouTube, you would have to time yourself
1: out you could watch li- it. It's a TV show. You, I mean, you right. can, you can, you can pack it, but how the hell are you going to,
0: you could you listen can, to us. You I mean, can. You, you could listen to the audio part of the video, but most people would want to tune in to the video to see whatever's visual. And yes. you have to take a conscious time out of whatever you're doing to watch. You do, you can't go down the road on a TV. You can't watch TV while you're driving.
1: Not legally, no. Wow. <laughs> well, the other—I mean, that—that's the key. I mean, I'm one of the unfortunate bastards. I've got an hour one-way commute to my job.
0: Boom, you're listening.
1: So dude, I'm listening to shit all the time. This yeah. is how I listen to my podcast. If people
0: are the turning other, on freaking morning radio, they can listen to people like us. And
1: that's a good point. And the other thing you've got then too is that I listen to podcasts when I'm doing some. I know some people can't do it if they hear talking. They can't do data entry or whatever it is. But oh, yeah, a, yeah. as I said, I'm a project manager. So I do – there's some back office paperwork shit that it's the sausage making of PM work that has to get done. I've got some podcasts going in the background, an audio book, some things going on that I can listen to that's more entertainment, or music, or whatever the case may be. So I have opportunities throughout my regular daily office day to listen to stuff. So I can definitely see the value of
0: that. Yeah, and not only that, but think about – Just, it's a timing thing. Like, I just think that uh, the medium that is now today, that is not yesterday. So, yesterday was if you came home from working nine to five or eight to five, and dad wanted to watch the news, he had to sit down at six o'clock or five o'clock and watch the five or six o'clock news. And then, if you wanted to listen to a radio show, You had to listen to the radio show. You had to tune in when the radio show started at one o'clock and then played for two hours and you would go back and forth from your desk and maybe hear it every once in a while. Then came DVR and then came the internet and then came, you know, RSS feeds and all this other stuff where it's like...
1: Well, that's the same reason why email versus your social media, right? Right. It's it's the same principle. You know, it's easier if you get a group, God forbid they love Facebook, you know, okay, fine. Set up a fucking Facebook page that's about your campaign. It's a really good place for people to go. You can subscribe to it, so you can get the updates, you can get the alerts, you can see it because that is a medium that you're in all the time. You can <clears throat> you can utilize that. So I think it's the um if you do have a bunch of, you know, kind of early nineties leadites that really, really love email, okay, I guess, if that's what they really like. But I kinda like I said, I'm very fortunate in that the bulk of the, the guys and women I game with are like, look, this is the best way to get data. Oh, really? Okay, I'll go do that thing. And then they go do the thing that I told them is the best way to get their data because they want to make sure I don't have an untenable amount of work to have to do to reach out to the same, you know, 10 different people in 10 different ways. They know that's a waste. So they're willing to do some of the extra work to get it. But yeah. So I guess <laughs> a long way around. I was going to say it, right? You've got to communicate with your crew, right? If your crew's like, look, we really love email, you can be like, really? Oh fuck, you guys like your email guys? Yeah, piss fine, on that
0: shit, fine, man. Fine. No, here's where I have the biggest beef. If your no, group, you, if your group if says I like
1: email, you're gonna say fuck you, right? Yeah, I am no, because if radio.
0: I'm if I'm running shit, <laughs> here we go.
1: Here we go.
0: If I'm running shit and I'm putting in the most amount of labor, yeah, you're gonna freaking do the way I'm gonna run the game and what, the way I want to do communication. Okay, so that sounds harsh, and people are gonna be like, dude, come on, man. But seriously, I I, I Kevin aside, Kevin and, and a couple other of the guys that may be part of the group cuz I know Kevin is in Austin They're 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 they get into this stuff. I give him I give him credit. But a lot of the players that I play with, dude, they're never going to put it an ounce of freaking work that I do into a game.
1: And I guess, you know, and I'm with you. I get that. So that's where you so come say I,
0: I think if somebody's going to put all the fucking labor into entertaining your ass once a week,
1: you can dictate a little bit of how Dave,
0: I, I think hold a lot more water and carry a lot more weight.
1: I can see that. The key, though, is that it's the it's up front. Right. Hey, guys. Oh, yeah. just so, you know, which you did. And you've talked about this before. And my crew knows that Google, Google Plus community, you're going to get an invite to it. If you don't accept the invite, you won't know what the fuck is going on. Oh, and uh, <laughs> on the Google Plus community, there will be links to the Wiki page when Brett's updated the notes, this, that and the other thing. And they know that when those notes are out there, they need to go read them, otherwise they're going to be lost. Or they need to have them available to them at the game session over Wi-Fi or whatever the case may be. So they've learned that, look, this is where I'm going to put stuff. They go get it. And again, I'm not doing it in a way that – I guess the only time I take issue with it is when they're like, look, I like all the ways you're doing this, but I would really prefer you did this one special thing just for me. (sighs) There's only a couple of guys that I have to do that for, and one of them is Jr. And Jr. is that guy again, like I said, swing shift. And um, depends where he's at and how his <laughs> if he was just working, you know, evenings, afternoons, midnights, or back and forth, it just fucking flails all over on him. A quick text to Jr. to say, "Hey, dude, just so you know, I updated the uh, the wiki page. Done. It's just okay, cool, thanks. I'll check it out." Yep. Or I emailed this thing to you, or whatever the case was. You know, when, when we were doing a lot of email, it was just the easiest way to remind him because he did not have the time to get into stuff to check it out, except once a week or once every other week or whatever it was. So
0: here's the cool thing that I think modern day presents, and I'm not, I'm not dissing your buddy Jr. or any of the people that we game with. I really don't. D- don't. So people, bear with me when I talk about this. Is uh, when I grew up. So we'll go way back. So when I grew up when I was 13 years old, the only gamers I knew were the gamers I played with. That was it. Yeah, that was here. like the world. And I posted on Google plus how I grew up in a town of like a thousand people and I've got more, more people that I've circled and have circled me on Ga- Google plus that are gamers than I ever had in my whole entire town growing up. And so what I'm trying to say is now that things have changed and there's the internet and there's virtual tabletops and all this stuff. Is I don't need now. Granted, my buddies and I could get into an argument and say, "Well, the purpose of gaming is because we're friends and we get together as friends, and gaming is the conduit." And there are plenty of people, and I do believe that, and I I want to believe it. But at the same time, if my friends are going to be knuckleheads and and not want to play or make time or or kind of contribute to gaming, I, there's tons of other people that I can. I could put out on Google Plus. Now, of course, we have different relationships starting out, but there's been three different gaming groups I've started locally, and I didn't know a lot of them. I didn't know a lot of the people intimately. I didn't grow up with them for 30 years like some of the buddies that I grew up with. But I still game with them, and I still know they're friends of mine. And I can, you know, call them, and it, it jives. We've had chemistry because I don't, I'm not friends with dickheads, so.
1: Even people if I haven't you know me, so huh. that kinda throws a kink in there. Yeah. <laughs> I've been called worse. <laughs> well, I, I get where you're coming from though, is right when I I've talked about this before too. In my high school, there was a group of kids, and then we would find out, oh, Chad, this other guy, is also a gamer and he runs a very small group of people, and somebody would figure out how to get into his group or something. It was a very clicky, anonymous thing. You just didn't know. And the other piece I think that goes with this is the – one of the tools that – sometimes when we talk about tools in gaming and so forth, it comes down to the seriousness that you as a game master or you as a player are bringing to the hobby. If you are a dedicated slash serious – and I hate to put it like a dollar figure on it, right? But if you're the guy or woman that spends a lot of money – I'm the hobby, collecting the books, reading the blogs, checking out this. I'm on Gnome Stew every week. I want to read the latest thing. I know what – who pissed off um, John Wick this week. I know what Monty Cook is doing or Cookie as we love to call him <coughs> or some of these guys. Cookie Monster. Exactly. And I know, I know what Jason Buhlman over at Paizo is doing because I'm paying attention. I'm watching that stuff. Right. If you are at that level of dedicated, then when I'm starting a gaming group and I, and I start saying, hey, I'm going to do this here, here, and here, boom, you're in like, hey, Sean's doing RSS feeds, great, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen in there, I'm going to check out the Google Plus page, he's got a wiki on Obsidian Portal, sexy as hell, fuck, I'm in there, I'm doing it. You are going to run into those folks that, frankly, are not as dedicated as you
0: are. No, oh, you're right.
1: And that, and you have to decide, the with the different tools and so on and so forth, you can make it, it's easier now than ever before to communicate when the game is, where the game is, what the fuck is going on in the game, what the game's about, all the pre-work, all this great stuff is easier now to me than ever was before. I never have to print out a document ever again. But if you have those people in your group that aren't as dedicated as you, you have to make a decision, Perhaps, right. at least in my mind. is like, am I going to go the extra mile for the less dedicated gamer? Am I going to let them play with me? Am I going to? There's all sorts of questions that come in with that. You've got that man, that woman who plays with you going, you know what? She just doesn't care. She's just here to hang out, and that's okay. So, I'm not going to give her character or his character as much attention as I'm going to give Sean or Brett's character because <laughs> they're in it to win it, man. They are totally in this thing, and they're super, super dedicated and, and whatnot to, to the uh, to the endeavor. I think that that's a question you need to answer at some point.
0: Yeah, you're right. It's yeah, yeah. I totally agree. I see. I think I. God, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it's the drink I had or that it just made me sour tonight. I apologize. I I seem to have this, like, very pissy attitude in this episode. And so I apologize for that up front. Well,
1: uh, 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 accepted? <laughs> 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 On behalf of all the gamers I right know, I accept But I think,
0: I think it. what it comes down to is I think everybody wants to have fun. And I think that if, um, you know, some people – you're right, Brett. You have to be able to say – If this person really doesn't want to invest, that's okay. And if it's okay with you, then great. But if it's not, you know, what do you, you know, then it's kind of, do you want to consider a different player or try to say, look, dude, I need you to kind of keep in tune with this or just have a talk and say, well, you post way too much stuff. I I don't have time to read it all. So can I have a Notes version or whatever it is, you know?
1: There are um, some – I've got two gamers, uh, Seth and Tabby, that play with me. And because they live in Milwaukee, we're seeing area actually. And they got two daughters and his work and her work, they, they can't always make the games. They're, when they're in and they can make it, they're hardcore, crazy, in the game, awesome, awesome. When they show up though, they will say, I, I'm, I know this is in the middle of the story. Give me something to do. I know I won't be a star. That's fine. I just want a game. And they'll, t- and they'll take that, <clears throat> excuse me, sit off on the side and not have as much limelight or whatever it is. They just want to play. want to meet the guys again, hang with the crew, bullshit a little bit, get to, get in on the pizza and beer, or so on and so forth. <clears throat> so if you have folks like that, it's really easy. But the other piece, I think, is with that the man, the woman who's gaming with you who doesn't have the dedication level that you're seeking, right? They're like, look, um, Sean, what happened? Like, well, I didn't write that down. Oh, maybe I should take notes. And they, they're never taking notes. They're not paying attention. They're doodling. They're doing whatever. Okay, if, if that's fun for them, but there's got to be some way. Maybe this is another podcast. But how do you politely tell somebody, "Look, y'all ain't as invested as everybody else at the table, so y'all ain't gonna get as much fun." Or there's going, there's something that has to happen because I cannot keep going out of my way to make sure that Sean is up to speed with Kevin Austin and Wayne because you know Humphrey's doing all this great research. He's just flooded me with his awesome. uh Star Wars stuff, so I can run a really good game. Don't give that guy any
0: credit. Goddamn it! I gotta give him credit. I gotta
1: give him credit. (laughs) So you know, but then I've got Sean's just not doing a fucking thing. Right? He's just sitting there. He doesn't read anything. He's never paying attention. You know, dude, feed feed
0: me a story, man. Go GM.
1: (laughs) Go GM. Sometimes (laughs) that, um, and I guess there's multiple, and this is not. We don't have the time nor the uh, episode right now to discuss what the hell you deal with, uh, how to deal with certain players. But at the end of the day, if you have someone in your group who doesn't fit, why are they still there? That's a question. Yeah. And we can talk about that another time. Dude,
0: but. we went off the beaten path in this one, I think, a little bit. We totally did. That's okay. So the title of this is going to be Gaming Tools and Miscellaneous Crap that we talk about. I don't even exactly. know what the title is. Well, we got,
1: it started off on uh, – about wikis and stuff and i think it was good it was good and then we kind of went off the yeah we went off the rails i'm like mud bogging at this point i don't know where the fuck i am
0: <laughs> hey, welcome to gaming and bs where <laughs> we're all over the board tonight we're gonna go into die roll in case you didn't hear the little transition there not a ton of stuff in die roll piercer
1: are, what is that piercer attack so i'm playing D with my kids tonight my boys we were gonna play Friday, and um, everybody just got busy doing other stuff. And <clears throat> I didn't have anywhere to go this weekend, so I'm like, "We'll play Sunday." So what happened last time? Do you have a wiki is, for their group? No, I don't, dude. What the hell? You should see the notes these kids take. AJ's like, "Okay, I fought this monster. That was a Roper. Those things have sticky arms." <laughs> he's
0: like, he's "Shit, maybe eight. they're picking up your slack, you f- a- look at this GM, be. right?"
1: They might be. They might be. But fuck, Dad sucks, you know.
0: He's not documenting anything. we got to write everything down.
1: So they, they're in this deep dwarven mine. They got lost. I chased them out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and they have no idea how to get back home, so they're trying to figure this stuff out. <clears throat> and they, can, they sleep spell a bunch of orcs, leave a couple of them alive, talk to them, threaten quasi, like, hey, tell us how to get out of here. We'll pay you gold. Just give us a map. Show us how to get out. So the orcs kind of fuck with them a little bit. But they have a map that will get them essentially out. So they're walking through. The orcs just didn't bother to say, oh, by the way, there's a, there's a roper here, and there's this monster here. So they killed the roper, which was really touch and go. They found this weird pool of water with some goofy stuff in it. And then they come in this room with all these slag tights and slag mites that couldn't quite figure out what it was. It's fucking piercers. And I haven't used piercers in forever. Oh, this yeah. big fucking thing drops on this guy. Wham! It hits AJ's paladin. He's like, oh, my God, what was that? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Connor's fighter's down. Was like, Jesus Christ, back out, back out, back out. They were terrified. It was hilarious. The looks on their faces like the ceiling is attacking us I described little legs and stuff on the piercers and they all oh, it was a hilarious moment it would be more right.
0: hila- it would be more hilarious if they spoke like their old man started dropping, dropping f-bombs every few seconds
1: yeah they don't do that <laughs> <laughs> yet and my little daughter's in the room she's uh Ilana's uh six she's first grade and uh she decides to come in and watch a little bit and she's like oh my god you guys have to run away run away those things are gonna kill you they'll go right through your head <laughs> <laughs> she just added added to the frenzy of all oh, panic it was it was a very fun moment it was one of those things that when you're playing with new gamers who've never seen the monster before it was so priceless it was awesome loved every minute of it
0: so i have uh wanted part-time game master roll20.net is looking for a part-time game master i think a minimum of 15
1: hours a week I saw that. You posted that up and I looked at him like, Ugh, I don't know if I got 15 hours a week.
0: If I lived in a tiny house, man, I could freaking do that job.
1: If you lived in a tiny house, if I lived in a house without five children and a dog, I could do that. Yeah. I don't have time for that.
0: I'm going to move in at see, but that's the luxuries people would have when they're not, when they don't have like adult obligations.
1: Like I have to replace my furnace last week like I did. Right. That type of shit.
0: Yeah. Because if you didn't have a furnace, oh, shit, you'd be able to part-time game master every day.
1: <laughs> exactly. If I didn't have to do that. But talk and I about, must say, it's really, it's really nice to be warm again, so that is yeah. cool. Wow.
0: Well, That's you, handy. If you lived in a tiny house, you could live in warm weather all the time.
1: Oh, well, there you go. Except Florida, because yeah, you must be plugged in at all times to the grid. No way. Yeah, did you see that? They made that a law. Did they really? Yep.
0: Freaking dickheads. Exactly. Anyways, I'll put a... Uh, post up there if you land the job let us know man and then after six months after your probation period let us know how it's going and how it kicks ass i'd like yeah, to know who that person is
1: yeah sweet uh, i think that's all we had man and we're kind of we went off the rails don't even know what we got here at the end
0: yeah no good yeah so a little looser looser than usual just like i just like i like, is, just like likes. i like it
1: little <laughs> <laughs> no, looser than usual, as opposed to our very strict one, two, three approach at yeah, every every Yeah,
0: our agenda. Yes. I think. Uh, I think that's it, man. I I didn't uh, mention, but I. Well, I'll talk to you later about it. All right. All right. So this is Gaming BS. I'm one of your hosts, Sean.
1: And I'm Brad. Good game and good night. Thanks for tuning in. (laughs) Later, guys.